Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Salush, and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy this show, please show your support by subscribing to the podcast, and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating, as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode or on any of the other podcasts at rabbialushpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me at rabbialush.org. That is R-A-B-B-I-A-L-L-O-U-C-H-E dot org. Or join me on Facebook and YouTube. What will be? What will become of our world? Someone asked me this week. Now, I understood where he was coming from. After all, as we all know, our world indeed seems to be in a dire state. And we don't have to look too far. The Russia-Ukraine war is still raging. The state of our world politics is extremely tense and polarizing. The wholesomeness of the family unit is in danger. And we can go on and on and on. But it would be just too painful. After gathering my thoughts... I shared with my friend a known story about a meeting in 1974 between the late Lubavitcher Rebbe and Israel's chief rabbi, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau. During the course of their conversation, the Rebbe asked Rabbi Lau what was the mood in the streets of Israel as our nation was still recovering from the devastating Yom Kippur War. Rabbi Lau responded with all honesty that people are asking, What will be? Upon hearing these words, the Rebbe grabbed Rabbi Lau's arm and passionately replied, Rabbi Lau, Jews don't ask what will be. Jews ask, what are we going to do? How true. Asking what will be has never been the Jewish approach. If Moses indeed had asked what will be instead of confronting Pharaoh and and imploring upon him to let my people go and serve God, our nation may have endured many more years of slavery. If Rabbi Akiva had asked what will be, in lieu of traversing mountains and plains to dedicate his lifetime to Torah, mitzvot, and the Jewish people, our leaderless ancestors may have succumbed to the evil decrees of the Romans, and our people and their eternal teachings may have been reduced to fragments and ashes. And if the great Lubavitcher Rebbe himself had asked what will be, and not revolutionize that generation with the call of what are we going to do about it? Our parents may have buried ourselves in the sorrows of the Holocaust and the indescribable pains of its aftermath and allowed them to dim the light of our souls and the buoyant spirit of our youth. And of course, the examples go on and on. So I answered my friend, it's really our choice what will be. We can join the sad choir of our world's prophets of doom and perpetually ask what will be, what is going to happen, and so on. Or we can choose to march to the empowering and cheerful tune of what are we going to do about it. And then I concluded, I told my friend, ask what will be, and you you will have become a visionless person roaming through life without a direction of purpose and meaning. But ask What are you going to do about it? And you will have become a participant of life, a good doer, a difference maker, with a spirit of hope and a well-toned song that can change the course of history. Friends, this coming Shabbat is coined Shabbat Chazon, or in other words, the Shabbat of vision. 
The great Hasidic master, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Berdichev, revealed that on this Shabbat, we are each given the power to visualize the rebuilding of the third temple. Even as we are about to mourn the destruction of the first two temples of Jerusalem, from this coming Saturday evening until Sunday evening, what is known as the day or the saddest day in the Jewish calendar, the day of Tisha B'Av. Individual challenges and recent news may at times threaten this vision but we cannot allow them to silence the call of what are we going to do. And if we assume our responsibilities as God's agents of goodness and kindness and light this world up, we will soon be able to open up our eyes, I have no doubt, and see that we who have built together a splendid world where Hashem's presence is felt in its every atom. So I implore every single one of you, and of course myself too, my friends, as thoughts of, of what will be may permeate our minds from time to time. To join our communities and our nation's good doers and take upon yourself just one more mitzvah, one more good deed. It could be anything, from putting on tefillin every day to repairing a broken relationship, from affixing mezuzahs on your doorposts to not spreading gossip anymore. Let us fight evil with goodness hatred with love, indifference with positive action, and become the resounding answer to our own turbulent questions. For who knows, by doing one good deed as Maimonides writes so powerfully, we may be tipping our world's scale of good and evil and bring for ourselves and the entire world a full and complete redemption. May it happen speedily. Amen.